1: Hello, Rachel. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) So I heard you in the background and I thought, oh my God, without the headphones, is it really that much different? And then I realized you weren't, you weren't where you were supposed to be.
0: (laughs) So I had emailed you the link to the call but then my phone is in the other room. So I had to run to the other room and send you a text message to say like that I'm ready because I was ready a couple minutes early, like literally and- a couple, like maybe a minute and a half early. So.
1: <laughs> well, I could have used it. I,
0: my body is flooding
1: with anxiety and I, it's like, do, I do jumping jacks
0: oh god and then how how do you keep the adrenaline rush going
1: yeah well no i wanted it to stop it's like the first time i had coffee this morning in four days because of what was going on oh geez yeah so i didn't even have what i normally have i had like half of the amount that i normally have i was like well this won't affect me but then i sat down i started watching bridgerton for the third time (laughs) oh my god Hit that guy is so freaking hot. I'm like, holy Mm -hmm. shit, I cannot believe what I'm seeing.
0: So then the coffee hit you or what?
1: Oh no, it just that just aggravated the effects of the coffee.
0: (gasps) Oh okay. I I
1: understand. And then I have been dying, dying to talk to you about this book. And I'm like, hurry up, hurry up,
0: hurry up. (laughs) That's either a really good thing or a really bad thing. So let's find out. Okay. Let's. So do you want to introduce the book? Sure. I will just say that I did not finish my usual notes for this book. So maybe about halfway through the book, I'll probably seem much less put together than I already seem. And then, um, I mean, I do have the notes that I highlighted, but I didn't do my going back and summarizing thing that I like to do. I just ran out of time.
1: Well, I realized
0: that I highlighted. I might as well have highlighted the whole book. (laughs) Good, good. So halfway through, you can remind me what happened, so I can jump in. All right, and then, but um, we may need to make this two episodes. (laughs) That's fine with me. Okay. And um, for some reason, my notes wouldn't export from this book. So my notes, usually I can export them from the Kindle. And then I can save them as a Google doc. And then yeah. I can kind of, you know, clean them up and do what I want to do to them. You know, uh, suave them and get them yes. get them prepped. Oh, like a fluffer, <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> but I wasn't able to do the fluffing that I like to do for oh, this yeah. episode. <laughs> yes. For some reason, I could only get them to open as an excel spreadsheet which is oh i've had weird, that happen so. okay yeah i don't this is the first time it's ever happened to me it's kind of
1: annoying so this is what i don't understand so i have the kindle app on my phone plus i have a kindle and what i read on the kindle i start highlighting stuff and then when i was about halfway through i export on my phone because I like the format better than I do through the Kindle. It gives me page numbers instead of location numbers, and I don't know how to fix that. But the problem is, then when I go in, all the rest of my highlights are gone. Oh, interesting. Doesn't matter. Let's talk about the book. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) i picked this book by the way i will take full credit or full blame okay today is the lady and the orc by finley fenn and yes you did pick this book but i will say that i have wanted to read this series for a really long time
1: oh that's funny so i I was
0: yeah it just happened to work in my favor that you suggested this one you're welcome (laughs) i do thank you yes (laughs) So the book opens with our female main character. Her name is Jewel. And she's running off after her husband of five years. His name is Lord Aston Knorr because he is leaving the manor that they live in. And she's begging him for a guard to protect the manor against the orcs. And he says he won't waste his money. And he also says that orcs only want, and I quote, whole women Mm -hmm. and so she is safe because she can't have kids yes and the orcs are a
1: horde of brutal vicious beasts that go around raiding and places and taking women um they're huge and you know deadly and she's absolutely terrified
0: rightfully so yeah I'd be terrified, too. And he's such a
1: jerk. Yeah, my note says, and he's a dick and tells her I can't afford to waste any more of my coin. (laughs) That's my my note. He's a total dick.
0: Yeah, my note says he's instantly dislikable and an asshole. I guess it kind of works out well for this book because you're not supposed to like her husband. You're supposed to eventually fall for the orc, right? Oh, I don't know. I'm not telling. Okay. case
1: <laughs> she even asks him for access to her father's trust account but she she knew in her heart that he had already mortgaged the all of that away so he won't even give her her, her own freaking trust account
0: this book really reminds me of a historical romance because it's <laughs> lords and ladies yeah. in a manner and mm-hmm. the way that the property follows the husband when the father dies or yeah. what have you so that's kind of sets the scene for this book and then to make
1: you hate him even more when she starts questioning him because he didn't even say goodbye to her he told the servants but he didn't even tell her his fingers start to clutch on his ever-present horse whip which he had actually used on her once before. Uh huh. We find out very quickly how horrible he is. Yes. Yeah, he tells her go hide in the tower, just lock yourself in there and wait for the regiment to come by.
0: Then we get to chapter one. Chapter one opens three days after the Lord leaves the manor and the orcs are attacking. Of course. <laughs> Yes, of course. Yep. Jules helps the servants get to the tower panic room. And I really liked this about her because she didn't just save herself immediately. She right. really looked after the other people in the household. She's the yin to
1: the her husband's yang. She is like good and honest and pure. So
0: she helps some people in the tower. And then she's thinking about one servant who has a couple children. She hasn't seen them yet. So she goes and she looks for them. She eventually finds them hiding. Um. Um, She can't get them out of the wardrobe they're hiding in. So she ends up grabbing the kids and just taking the kids. And of course, the mom eventually leaves and follows her. Yeah. And she like throws them all up the tower. And then the orcs are so close, she's not able to make it into the tower herself. So she has them pull up the ladder and shut the trap door and just leave her outside the tower.
1: Yeah, she's pretty amazing. And she turns around it she feels a powerful hand on her shoulder. There's three orcs there, right?
0: I just remember that the chapter ends with an orc grabbing her shoulder and I'm just like instant panic mode for me. Yes, <laughs> I needed so much
1: Klonopin through this book. I can't even tell you, but it, they end up in the next chapter. She describes them as gray leering this orc that had his hand on her gray leering scarred with black coal for eyes and she defiantly looks at him and says well you're not going to get them and he just tells her but we have you and then she realizes she's like you you don't want me i'm barren but then he leans in and smells her and says you lie woman
0: yes they have that bloodhound sense of smell and they can smell instantly that she is not barren yeah, and he
1: tells two of the other he, he pushes her out towards two other orcs and says, Smell. They do, and he they say she is lying, she is ripe. Um, she would make you a good mate and bear you strong sons. Mm-hmm. And they had addressed this orc as captain, and he says to her, Do not fear, woman, I shall not force you to this or bring you harm, neither shall you escape.
0: You are mine now. Oh my God. He says, You are mine and you will come. And my note is, I bet she will. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's not the only one. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, I had to stop and take cold showers so many times through this book. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I should have just sat in a cold bathtub reading this book. That's hilarious. Well, is it? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and so she's she's so terrified she ends up telling him thinking it's going to save her that i'm i'm already married i have a husband my husband is a very very powerful man and he says i see no powerful husband she says well he's away and he he says your powerful
0: husband that left you no guard oh yeah it's true yeah it is true they know i mean she's in a manner they know who her husband is they don't care they're like sure your husband has power but he's doing nothing for you with that power which is a very very true statement
1: it is true this poor girl in her life oh it's horrible
0: yeah so they end up leaving the manor through the kitchen cellar which is how the orcs broke in they like dug in underground or something to get in there Mm -hmm. they come across an old orc and he looks at her and says that she is the one that the guy the captain has been seeking and she at this point finds out that that guy's name is Grimmar of clan Ashgai. And he is the new leader of all five orc clans and sole ruler of orc mountain. And of course, a brutal killing fiend. (laughs) (laughs) How else are you supposed to rise up in the ranks?
1: Yeah. So (laughs) this old orc is like a psychic and the captain says to him, what do you see brother? And he touches her And says, she is strong, brave, clever, right. She shall be the boon that you seek. Mm -hmm. And she's like, cannot believe it. And she's like squeezing her eyes shut, freaking out. And the captain says, well, he he almost is bragging about her and says, well, she hid her servants away and met me alone. So that's like a big thing to him that she's so brave.
0: Yeah, and at one point in this interaction, she thinks... This is what she had become, Lady Nor, loathsome to men, to her very own lord husband, and pleasing to orcs. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Oh God, what is my life now? Yeah. Grimmar ends up tying a chain around her waist so she can't run away.
1: Yes, because he tells her you're gonna run at some point.
0: Yeah, it's inevitable. Why wouldn't she try to run away? <laughs> right. I would be running at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the further they venture along, at some point, he ends up picking her up and then running her off to a different place. It's not Orc Mountain, but I can't remember what that place was. It's, it's a like, camp at Kentonick. Okay, yeah. I was like, is it a cabin or something? I couldn't remember. And she does say to him when they start is, curse you
1: Orc, which becomes a, a recurring theme in this in this book. yeah. And she starts trying to squirm and get away from him. And he's like, just the way he speaks to her. And don't ask me why. But you know me and my obsession with a Scottish brogue, right? This entire mm. conversation on his part, in my head,
0: I heard it in a Scottish brogue. The entire book. I think you're supposed to because I definitely got Highlander romance vibes from this book. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's- He's like, You you <laughs> shall not escape me, woman. The sooner you learn this, the more content you shall be. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to delete this whole interview or
0: this whole episode. <laughs> this whole episode. <laughs> oh god okay go ahead so this book kind of gave me beauty and the beast vibes except jewel isn't really described for her beauty she's actually described for her behavior
1: Mm -hmm, right And not
0: her physical appearance she's several times she's described as strong Brave, clever, right, Right, which which I could have maybe done without. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I liked that it was more focused on her character as a person and not so much her physical appearance.
1: I absolutely did too. Yeah. That
0: was nice. Yeah.
1: So the orcs are a whole other world for her. She's never been around them, she's never really seen them. And she is just in for one shock after another. And I think the first one comes when two of the orcs start fighting. Grimar had been holding her and running with her. And when he comes upon this fight, he stops and he puts her down and says, who started this? And, you know, they find the two orcs that were fighting. And he makes them punch each other in the face. Says, (laughs) And then says okay he picks her up again he's gonna take take off you know and he says i don't care if you kill each other and he tells her they're not gonna kill each other i know they won't but you know that's i have to just let them get it out of their system
0: they don't do courthouse justice here it's like <laughs> battlefield justice <laughs> <laughs> it's true
1: yeah and at first i am as terrified as jewel is reading about her being captured by them
0: yeah it's pretty
1: scary it's very scary and they end up stopping at that camp you know and he tells her she's like is this the camp and he's like yes it's going to be a good place for us to stop uh well first i need to relieve myself and he's like well then do it (laughs) (laughs) and she's a lady she's like here in front of you Oh, lady. i need some privacy so he ends up taking her deeper into the tree line and he turns his back and lets her go to the bathroom and then as from, soon as- from the end of her chain from the end of
0: her chain <laughs> she's yeah. still ch- she's chained to him still <laughs> yeah
1: and as soon as he's done he's like come now woman and she's like i will never stop cursing you for this you horrid beast but you are yet mine woman you shall spend the night with me and i was like oh my god she has to spend the night
0: with this dude oh she has to spend a lot of time with this dude (laughs) she she belongs to him now can i tell you this is an entirely
1: different i'm breaking into the middle of this book but this just reminded me of something that i've been meaning to tell you and whether you Mm. have this i don't care so you know how I had to go for that freaking jaw x-ray the other day? Yeah. So they take me in the back. It's a guy. He has me sit on this. And it's a young guy. He's probably in his mid-20s. He has me sit on this stool that is rolls all over the damn place. And he starts, you know, trying to move me and manipulate me. So that he can line my jaw up with wherever the X is on this wall, because I was wondering how the hell do they do this? Do I put my face down on the X ray? No, they have you sit up. So he's like, he's like moving me, and I go, oh, oh, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, and I go, no, it's okay. I just haven't been manhandled in a very long time. Can you? Oh do-? my god! He starts, he starts laughing, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I go, no, it's okay. Just give a girl a little warning next time. Oh my god! and then he does my you know he takes them on my right side and then he says okay turn spin to the left so we can do the left side and he needs to push me and he goes to push the stupid little stool I'm sitting on forward but what he ends up doing is grabbing my ass (laughs) and not the stool and I was like oh my God, die. and he like whips his hands off me he goes oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and i couldn't even answer because i'm like do not crack a joke do not say anything just shut up and get this over with
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: but it was pretty damn funny okay
0: I'm definitely leaving this part in oh dear god <laughs> No matter where I go. Oh, my God. That's was hilarious. True. He's,
1: like, he's grabbing my shoulders and he's twisting my shoulders and he's moving my head and he's doing all this stuff. And I'm like, good God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knows how to take charge. <laughs> I can't say I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even his well, coworker, who was a girl who was also in her 20s, who was behind, you know, where they push the buttons to do the x-ray. Uh-huh. She just started burst out laughing. When I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? It was a terrible, stressful situation, and I was diffusing my anxiety. That's all that mattered.
0: Well, I think they probably made their day, too. If it made it memorable for them. Possibly so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so back to Chapter 4. Okay, <laughs> so... He- he says that he wants to treat with her and he ends up taking her to a bedroom. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, a little nervous, obviously, because who has business meetings in a bedroom? He just wants to talk to her at first. And he tells her that um, he has been captain for 200 days. And she's actually shocked that he knows how to count. Yeah. She's this, which is kind or orcs are fools. It's kind of sad. She like really expects nothing from them. She thinks they're really uncivilized and she's really has her mind blown immediately that he even knows basic things like arithmetic.
1: Yeah, and she accuses him of killing hundreds of, of innocent people, you know, and he's defending himself. He says, my raids only take goods, not women, and we do not seek the lives of men. The orcs don't look to kill men, but if they get in their way, of course they're going to kill them. And then when she Duel thought about it, she realized that, yeah, in fact,
0: fewer women had been taken
1: over the past few men. Oh, months.
0: Yeah, she does notice that difference. Since he's saying 200 days, which is, you know, what, almost half a year, a little more than half a year. Yeah,
1: but we forgot to... I think this part is important because there have been rumors all over the place of what happens to a woman. You know, if she is captured by an orc, in the book, it says she's heard a lot of stories about them forcing themselves into women with their beast-like cocks and biting their necks and drinking their fill. If a woman lives through the initial mating... And the subsequential, subsequent attempts, and there's a child conceived and, and possibly powerful orc son, uh, just as large as the orc with claws and deadly teeth, that it's going to tear its way out of the mother's womb. And very few women live through the birth of an orc son.
0: This is what she's heard. And it, I got alien movie vibes of how the baby would come mm-hmm. out. <laughs>
1: Mm, I was all in the orc world. I never left it from the moment I started this book. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, after they described that, you know, she said, well, once you take me, you're probably just going to throw me to the waiting horde out there. And he says, no, woman, I shall not force you nor bite you. And nor shall I give my brother's leave to touch you. And I wasn't even sure, you know, even her in the book, he says, I'm here to treat you treat with you and she's like treat with you
0: yeah she doesn't understand like what do you want to have this like treaty talk with me for i'm your prisoner so like what are you on about like why are we having a conversation and why aren't you just like having your way with me already
1: well he explains to her he wants to try to get her win her hand and he wishes to ask her to be his mate And she's Uh blown away. and She's like, you're me.
0: He explains that he has stolen women before, Mm
1: -hmm. but they always
0: run off. And so he, while he did steal her also, he wants her to be different Mm -hmm. and actually stay. Yeah. And
1: she tells him, you just want a son to help establish you as captain. And he says, well, yeah, that's, that's true. And she thinks to herself, well, sons are a matter of life and death, even for humans. (laughs)
0: Because it's a man's world, right? Yeah, and this is like historic times, so I'm You're sure right. the medicine is not that great. Even though they have magic, but I'm sure childbirth is a dangerous endeavor. Yeah, and well, not
1: only that, the the orcs are so gigantic that the size of the baby, it was all terrifying to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And she, you know, she accuses him of forcing women to carry their children. And he said, no, I've, I've learned it's not the way to do it. They'll end up running back to their men and the babies are
0: killed. And he said, there's no joy in this. He says he's even had his other women. One of his other women was pregnant and she ran off to return home. Yeah. It's very sad get his son yeah and she's like well
1: still the women you know orc sons kill their mother and he says not if the woman is well cared for that's not always the case he says you are strong and you are brave and it's the first time in her life you know she was a bartering chip even for her father to lord off. she was nothing more than you know a means to an end for her father and she's never gotten any kind of compliments. Didn't you feel that way when you were reading this book? Absolutely. Yeah, she's never gotten any praise or anything. And this guy is constantly, from the beginning, telling her, you hid your servants away. You met me alone. You didn't even plead or beg. You're standing tall, and even now you're defying me. And she's all, I'm terrified of you. And he's all, all he says to her is, you're a good woman. You shall make good sons.
0: I get The distinct impression that he is proud of her. Yeah. For all of these things. And she's definitely not used to people being proud of her.
1: Right. She doesn't know how to, how to deal with it. And you know, she's like, I'm barren. She keeps trying to tell him over and over. I can't have children. And Skeen is the name of the older orc that has magic that said she could get pregnant and he tells her you know Skeen has seen this and his he is very
0: strong magic i don't think she's used to magic because she's never interacted with an orc before so this is all very mind-blowing to her and it right. takes her really long time to believe what's being said to her yeah he she's like staring at him
1: you know and thinking this beast she keeps calling him a beast is flattering her and complimenting her and actually being kind to her he says to her i should yet seek your hand a woman and such as you is good for many things and she she says to him there's a man in your wood who would deeply disagree with you and he's all the man who gave you no sons and left you no guard that man is weak that man is a fool
0: swoon
1: <laughs> oh my god i was constantly swooning <laughs> and he, you know she says well he's a super high ranking noble
0: and he's he just smiles and says and now his woman is mine uh-huh so Grimar's definitely targeted her on purpose because of who her husband is and we find out that he has been watching her for a little while
1: Mm -hmm. he tells her all these great things you know like i've been watching you you can ride well you can hunt for game you know the lands you know your servants would eagerly follow you but then he says and this is the first you know cold shower i have hungered for you and he's purring i wish to make you my <gasps> oh, own
0: purring my favorite i know i <laughs> need to know. He's purring exclamation point as soon as i saw that i was like oh good lord <laughs> yeah and she ends up taking a
1: deep breath and these orcs must have hey of pheromones right
0: Oh my gosh, yes. She can smell the earth and warmth and light. I think as soon as she gets close to him Mm -hmm. and she starts smelling whatever's happening off of him, she just goes into this like haze every single time. Yes! Yes,
1: That's what i'm like is it the pheromones
0: it has to be holy That's crap what i think it is because she keeps going in and out of these like hazes when she's near him and she can't think straight yeah and she's doing things she normally wouldn't do and then they kind of like the fog will clear and then she'll like snap out of it she's like oh my god what did i just do yeah she's like this is ludicrous
1: He's, he's just, voice is just doing inexplicable things to me. They have that orc magic, I guess. Oh my God. Yeah, they do. You know, <laughs> when he tells her, I long to touch you. Will you give me leave to do this woman? He's, he asks her, this whole freaking thing is crazy. She's like, well, what if I say no? And he tells her again, I'm not going to force you. You know, but she does wonder what would his hands feel like all over her. Orc consent. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? <laughs> And the whole, this whole passage where, you know, he's like, will you give me leave woman? And she says, yes, for a moment. And of course he starts putting his hands on her. And she says to herself, I should be shoving those big hands out of the way. I'm a lady. I'm a prisoner. But she just couldn't bring herself to do it. And he, he's like, I wish to bring you joy woman. The fact that this guy just calls her woman over and over again is enough to just, Send me into a tizzy.
0: (laughs) And I don't know why. I never knew I was such an orc tramp. That's hilarious. I like that they have a lot of conversations before anything happens between them. Yeah. So they do start kissing in this chapter. And Mm -hmm. so it seems pretty fast because it was at 11% in the book when they started kissing. Mm Mm-hmm but they had so many conversations beforehand and they really covered the important topics. Yeah. Their dialogue is so good mm-hmm. that it still felt natural, even though it was pretty fast. She says, I'm, I love this part. She goes, I'm a lady, you're an orc and you're hideous.
1: He says, well then do not look at me.
0: Yeah. Just close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's all listen
1: to me, smell me. Let me feel your, you know, feel my touch. And she mm-hmm. thinks, yes, I, she could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! He just his voice and pheromones just send her into a horny frenzy. Yes, they they do
0: every single time. Every single time they go from the kissing to much more. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps asking her consent, um, which is good. It's very this book is very big on the consent consent aspect of things. Well, my God, every time something happens, he's all, I wish to see you. I
1: wish to touch you. And she shakes her head. And he he just goes, brave woman. And he was yanking up her dress. And before she knew it, she's standing there naked in front of him. And he <laughs> wants her to take her hair down, which she does. And every time she does something he wants, he gives her a compliment. He's all, my
0: fair one, my mate. This book Hits you in all the praise kink locations you could ever possibly want.
1: Yeah. And every time she does something, he, he rumbles with a laugh. And I was like, Mm -hmm. make him stop laughing because that, that kind of bugged me. Okay. He's still talking to her going, you know, normally when we both have said, when a man says, I want to fill you with my sperm and have your babies. We're like, yuck, get the hell away from me. This guy oh my God, he's all, your womb grows rich and fat for me. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And then he whispers to her, (laughs) I wish you to ask me, ask me for my seed, ask me woman, beg me to fill you. And she thought, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beg you. And he just says to her, he's whispering to her, stubborn woman, and I'm dying.
0: I agree, I agree. I like that they had it like this because it's a super hot way to further emphasize the consent aspect of this book.
1: Yeah. Because
0: we're supposed to really like him from the get go. Yeah. And we do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) and he, He keeps saying to her, you shall ask me. And then he, his hands go to the front of his trousers and bring out his penis, which is huge, larger than she's ever seen before. And he's, dripping with this pale ooze of orc seed and he says ask me woman beg me for this beg me and she's all i can't and he's all do you wish me to stop and she's like no he can't stop (laughs) (laughs) and he he's like beg me and i shall fill you and he just keeps saying it beg me and she's like fine yes do it and he goes He laughs and he goes, I said, beg woman. And so Mm -hmm. she's just as quiet and finally says, please, please fill me. And then he he's always raising the bar every time she does what he wants. And then he goes by name. She ends up just saying "Grammar, please fuck me. Fill me. Make me your mate. And Mm -hmm. he, he rewards her again by saying, good woman, and as he's fucking her, he asks her, he stops and asks her, which I like too, is there pain?
0: And yeah. he says
1: no. And then she describes his, the description in this book. I'm going to read it. It says, "Okay, even with that tree trunk cock which halfway up inside her,
0: there was only pleasure. And she's telling him, don't you dare stop. It was very descriptive and... You know, that could either be a good thing for you or a bad thing for yeah. you. Yeah, I didn't really mind it, but there was a lot of references to seed and you know juices and things of that <laughs> and oozes I and felt things like that. I was nature.
1: reading, I, I gotta tell you, I felt like I was reading a triple X rated book. Reading this book, and the most shocking part of it is I didn't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every fucking thing he said to her I was dying so I think because this book actually balances really well these scenes which are super descriptive yeah, and very different from a traditional contemporary romance mm-hmm. so you have this aspect which is kind of erotica mm-hmm. but then the other aspects of it are truly the historical romance Highlander yeah book and because it does balance both of those so well I definitely thought the same thing yeah I don't think I've ever read a
1: book like this honestly because you when I start reading stuff that is normally descriptive it kind of it really turns me off but it it was very interesting what their conversations were and I think that kind of led you down the path of far more that's to come in this book.
0: It's just so different because he's an orc. So his body is kind of human ish, Mm -hmm. but then he's really orc ish in other ways. You know how we do like the aliens and the spurs and all those things. Like it's kind of like that, but I don't know, almost not as much. Not right. I didn't
1: think it was as much as many of the books I've read.
0: Yeah exactly
1: so and at one point he tells her you you took all of me and no woman's been able to do that and she feels
0: kind of smug about it um what he says because i highlighted it is you sheath me whole woman my prick has never tasted such a thing Good Lord. Yeah, but,
1: you know what is funny? <laughs> I highlighted it too, but I didn't want to. It's like, okay, I'm already reading you. I, I might as well just have a reading hour and read this book.
0: I, I know we need to, <laughs> we have right. to summarize a little bit more.
1: Okay. That's why I said we better do this in two parts.
0: But can I just Please. talk about what happens when at the end? Oh, oh my God. Are, are we going to cover what happens at the end of the escapades? Well, Yes, but first we got to
1: say, you know, when they're all done, he says to her, have I gained your troth? And he and she says, yes. Are you my Mm -hmm. mate? And she says, yes, I am. And he says, I pledge my troth to you and grant you my favor.
0: He he repeats the thing to her her back. Yeah. So it's not just one sided. It was cute. Yeah.
1: I grant you my favor, my sword, my fidelity. I shall keep you safe and fed and filled as long as I am able, as long
0: as you shall wish. Mm -hmm. Now you can talk about what's going to happen. Okay. So we have to talk about how the orcs come. Can we cover that before we move off from the sex scene? Go right ahead. (laughs) 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 What fucking God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Okay. They're like a fire hose. Mm -hmm. It's just liquids everywhere. As soon as he pulls out, she's like gushing cum. Yeah. Everywhere. Literally, she says it like explodes. Yeah.
1: (laughs) To the point where it's all over her and him and the bed and the floor.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's no place it's not. I picture like a... Fire hydrant in New York in the mm-hmm. middle of summer, yeah. Just let the water flow, <laughs> yeah.
1: That part was a little much of all that happened. Oh my in the god, look, that was a little much for me, but go ahead. Copious
0: amounts of liquid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we could father a nation. So that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> about that. He's constantly talking about his seed, mm-hmm. and his seed is plentiful. <laughs> Are you going to
1: talk about? What happens after that? Or can I talk about what happens after that? When they leave the room? Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so it's immediately after he pulls out from her. He's, of course, like a guy. He starts to put his dick away. He's stepping backwards. You know, she felt exposed. She's like, what's wrong? Is anything wrong? He tells her no. He says, but I have to beg your forgiveness for what I'm about to do next. And i was like what so he tells her to get dressed and come with him and he was taking her outside to the rest of the orc the door open there's a huge hand his hand shoves her out of the room and she's barely got her clothes on he starts announcing to all of his orc brothers you know this is my new mate smell her she bears my scent she has my seed all of them are leering at the mess that he had made out of her she was still had his cum leaking down her thighs And he tells all of them, this woman begged for me to do it. She called me by name. She swallowed his prick hole. She couldn't, I was dying while this was happening.
0: Me too. Yeah. It's so humiliating.
1: Totally humiliating. He's telling them all how she dumped her husband. um, And she chose to abide here with me instead she's choosing to be my mate he yanked her hand up and he takes her wedding ring and swallows it and he says this is a sign of her husband the man who killed our sons the same fate's going to befall him and he swallows her ring and he goes you know where all where this is going to end up
0: (laughs) he eats her ring oh my god crap it out
1: And, and, you know, they're all laughing and having a good old time. And she ends up passing out mercifully she says she blacked out
0: yeah he just humiliates her in front of everybody and she's like oh my god now she just thinks she got tricked into everything he's such an asshole he goes from like that wonderful high yeah of when they were in the room talking to each other and being so sweet and all the consent and what have you to this horrible scene with all the other orcs yeah i was devastated me too
1: so the next morning when she comes to he is sitting on the floor across from her bed And she's all you and she's all let me go and he's all no you're my mate you wish to stay and she she tells him you defiled me and my wedding vows and he says that didn't make me happy I didn't wish to bring fear or shame to you. You know, but it was a burden that had to be borne. And she's like, it was hard for you. He says to her, all you human are fickle.
0: Oh, okay, then that makes it all right.
1: Yeah. She's like, I hate you. And he said, I sought your pledge without anger or or threat. You gave it to me voluntarily. And she's all you lied to me. And he says, you yearn for my touch. This was the other thing that killed me. I was like, oh my God. And now he's going to rub it in her face. that you know, yeah, she did yearn for his touch. And he's like, I am not going to force you again, but I'm not going to release you. I have given up a lot to set a a trap for your husband. And she's like, I'm not going to help you kill my husband. And he's, he tries to remind her he's no longer your husband, woman. You pleasure troth to me!
0: Uh-huh, he's like, you're my mate now, so he's not your husband anymore. She's like, screw you! After all this, she's like, you shamed me, you yeah. humiliated me, you used my weakness as a weapon against me, yeah. you're cruel and manipulative and awful, you're a beast, a monster. <sighs>
1: Yeah, and he tells her, you will yield, woman. I do not wish to cause you pain, but I will if I must. I will bind you and gag you. I will starve you. I will keep you from the sun for the rest of your days. And she's in a full-on panic mode. And I I need to go kill my dog. Hold on. Okay, so I'm <laughs> back. And he tells her, you know, she's in a full on panic. And he tells her, you will honor me before my brothers as a true mate should. You will come with me to your new home and hold your head high. So they're not even to the mountain yet. No, they're still at that camp thing. Yeah. So has inner thoughts about, you know, I'm going to bide my time. And when Austin's men come looking for me, because she knows they're going to for no other reason because of his ego austin's ego she's gonna plot her revenge and she's like very well orc i will yield she decides to just buy her time but they have a horrible fight yeah they do and then he you know takes her out of the room and she just and it's the first time i think she's seeing him in full daylight and she's like he's hideous absolutely repulsive like a gray rotting corpse whose face
0: has been carved by maggots Oh. for some reason I was picturing the orcs as green she's constantly describing his him as gray Yeah, and then yeah the rotting corpse thing and then yeah. she's like Ew, did I actually kiss that mouth <laughs>
1: yeah and again she's well I think you're thinking of Shrek when you're thinking green because that did cross my mind a couple of times in this book
0: the cover his skin seems almost greenish to me it definitely doesn't look gray to me so when she was describing him as gray in the book I, it actually surprised me
1: but again she's asking herself what the hell is wrong with me? What was wrong with me that I did this? Again, I think it's the pheromones. It's those pheromones, man. Yeah. And the voice. Powerful things. And, you know, She tells him, I need to go to the bathroom and I need to drink something.
0: They end up walking to the mountain and they end up getting there, right? Eventually. Mm -hmm. She's exhausted. She fell asleep at some point, but she wakes up to him humiliating her again. Well, she relays what
1: went down when she meets this other orc because he, she's so exhausted when they get to the mountain he tells her, he drops the chain, and he he asks her still, are you in pain? And she couldn't even talk. Um, so he ties his chain to a tree, and he has another orc watch her and says, tell me if she moves. And this orc's name is Balder? Yes. So I think it's important that we kind of get a little background on the orcs and he he says greetings woman he's all happy to meet her you know he's smiling at her it says it's been a long time since we've had a human among us how fare thee and she looks at him and she goes well i've been stolen from my home i've been mocked humiliated dragged across the province you know no care for my well-being right and he and he says yes that that would be very trying and he says i'm of dismissive of it yeah well she <laughs> says i don't think so i think he's actually kind of innocent about it because he, he says you know well-being uh she's with company of deeply uh, horrifying and hideous orcs and he kind of winces and says, yeah, that would be terrifying. And he's like, could I offer a gift to you? Perhaps a blindfold. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> she And then she feels bad because she's like, I'm ta- I'm sorry. I'm just really tired. He goes, it's okay. You're sad. I know what it's like to be sad. And she, again, she's shocked. She's like, you do? And he, he says, he tells her about her mother. And she's shocked that he even knew his mother because she's been told orc sons kill their mothers, Right. And yeah, she thinks all the the moms die in childbirth or they're killed by their sons. And he said, yeah, I love my mother. She was kind and generous. And she says, I didn't know any woman stayed or survived. And he said, it's been many, many years that people, they bear their sons in secret. Most give their sons to their father to raise. And she asked, well, what happened to her? And he says she was killed while she was trying to protect me and I was wounded and the captain came and took me. They're showing another side. All through this book, they're showing the orc side because we've only heard the human side of what these orcs are like.
0: I do like her interactions with the other orcs that are not Grimmar because she does learn a lot more about the civilization and she almost believes them more because she doesn't feel like they have any stake Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Whereas she doesn't really believe Grimmar because obviously he wants to convince her of something so he could be lying to her. Mm -hmm. So She kind of puts the stranger orcs conversations like, they hold more weight to them. Mm-hmm.
1: Grimar has also. Guarded and hidden. Many other orcsons sons. Because they're being killed. As as animals by humans. Tells her I'm going to carry you. Uh, we have to get to the mountain by tonight. Uh, and she falls asleep. And he, she, when she wakes up they're inside the mountain and she hears screamings that are louder. And then she hears, this is where he humiliates her again. Sure. Again. Yes. (laughs) He's in with all the orcs and he starts yelling out. I have, I've won my prize. I've won Lord Nor's uh, woman as my mate. I've claimed her with my pledge and my seed more mocking her and shaming her
0: every time he did this to
1: her it was like a gut punch to me me too and he tells her this is your home now you know and he, and she says it's not it's a prison and he said you know you begged
0: for me they have these horrible arguments they're always having these horrible arguments and he's always of course saying you begged for me you wanted this this that and the other thing but to him, he's just very logical. Like, you said you wanted this. Mm-hmm. But to her, she's like, now you're just throwing these things back in my face.
1: Yeah. It, I said
0: these things almost under uh, lusty yeah. duress. Yeah.
1: And he <laughs> does, she does say to him, this is the strangling part where you threatened to strangle me. You shamed me publicly. You promised to bind me, imprison me, and starve me. And he is constantly saying stupid things and constantly apologizing to her. And he does. He says, I ought not to have spoken to you like that or raised my hands against you. I made you fear me. And she said, yeah, you did. You know? And he says, I I don't want to do that. My other mates have feared,
0: have been afraid of me and I don't want to do that. Well, so then he says, we shall alter this woman from henceforth. (laughs) I shall do only as you wish. Yeah. And then she's like fine then get the fuck out of here yeah i wish (laughs) was not as you wish i shall go (laughs) and he leaves and he just leaves yeah just
1: surprising and so she opens the door there's a it's a curtain in front of the door she opens it and there's guards out there and one of them is that same guard that watched her before balder and she said did you hear all of that and he said indeed i did
0: yeah, this little flimsy curtain.
1: Yeah. Of course we heard. <laughs> and um, she introduces herself to the other guard. His name is Draffy. Balder tells her Draffy doesn't speak, but he's the captain's right-hand man. And I'm his laugh.
0: This was another time when I really liked the interactions with her and the other works. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, at some point in this conversation with them, she finds out a little bit about the mating bond and the mating frenzy. This book isn't too big on like the mate bond, like mm-hmm. other books are. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do talk about it a little bit here. But before they get into that, he, she says,
1: the captain, your captain's been kind to you, no wonder you're loyal. And he says, well, he's, He's also been kind to you. Very few orcs would have tolerated the tongue lash and you gave him.
0: <laughs> and certainly not from a human woman. So my note is just that he comes back and eventually they have sex again. <laughs> of course.
1: Because you never learn.
0: Always the ones that drive you insane that are the the most desirable. Well, she says, uh, yes, she would make this sacrifice. She would submit to this orc for future gains, future revenge. <laughs> it wasn't a bad plan at all. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what we'll <laughs> disguise it as. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever you need to tell yourself, they end up having sex, but then he says he wants to show his brothers. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, what, what now? <laughs> yeah. This was really funny. At first she like, is kind of like in that haze. Right. And so she's like, uh, yeah. Okay. Like, I I guess. I don't really know what you're referring to. But she's like, yeah, sure. But literally, he goes to, like, call the guys in he the does. room. He calls and him. she's like, oh my god, stop! Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: every time she does what he wants, then he pushes the envelope. He's like, will you give me one more gift? And of course, she's in the afterglow. She's like, yeah, sure. She's nodding her head. And in walks Balder and drafty Draftly, I think. Yeah. Oh my god. And she's like, he couldn't have meant wait a minute he did mean that and before she knows it they're walking
0: in the room and they see her they see his dick jammed up inside of her and she's like well yeah because they're still connected yes yeah and then she's freaks out and she's like you're you're trying to trick me and shame me and use my weakness again and he's like no you are my mate this means you are not shamed if i show you barred and claimed you are honored, praised, protected. And he goes, to show my fair, eager mate so deep in my thrall, so full of my seed. This <laughs> is a joy I have longed for all my, my life. life. It's like, okay, okay. But I could see how she's not.
1: <laughs> There's a lot that I did not understand in this book. And as the book goes on, I understand their thinking process a lot more
0: this exhibitionist uh nature that the orcs have makes sense later in the book but right now when you're in like chapter nine and he's like let me show your cum hydrant (laughs) to my brothers oh my god yes i was like what (laughs) when i read this i'm like what does he want to do to her yeah he wants to show himself pulling out while the other people watch yeah. that's what he's trying to show that's exactly
1: what he wants oh to oh i know <laughs> my god there's no modesty here I, uh, excuse you sir
0: i am a lady yes
1: and <laughs> as soon as they kick the guys out they come back in saying you know the soldiers are here the regiment is here looking for her ask do you want us to hunker down and block the passage And he's like, no, they will fight and we will win. We will fight and we will win. And he's dragging her down the hall again. There's a lot of dragging. She's like, please don't fight these men because of me. If the men attack our home,
0: we're going to defend it. She's saying like, don't attack the men. Don't fight the men because of me. Not really because she's worried about him getting hurt. She's more worried about the yeah soldiers absolutely so she's just like yeah you know don't do this because of me like because she knows these guys are gonna die
1: yeah and he drags her out in front of the regiment and the regiment's horrified and like they have lady nor in her mind she's like well of course he's dragging me out there to show me off and he, he yells out i have a new maid i've marked her and claimed her she'll bear my son's is Lord Nor with you? And she thinks it's doubtful that anybody's even be able to reach Austin yet. I'm not sure where he left when he was leaving, but he's gone. And she yells out, there's more orcs hiding in the mountain because she doesn't want them to attack and get killed. And of course, the orcs like freak out that she's betrayed them.
0: Yes, he gets very pissed off that she makes this statement of where the other orcs are she eventually has to apologize to him for this betrayal by offering him some things in return oh dear god
1: yeah <laughs> he's like
0: you will not betray me
1: again and live woman this whole conversation he's like yeah i was like freaked out while he this was going down because i'm like what the fuck is he gonna do to her
0: right um, I wasn't too freaked out at this part. I mean, she comes up with her her punishment apology items on her own, but he does keep like she offers something and then he's like, and then yeah, so then she offers another thing and then he's like, and, and then? then yeah, and then, so she keeps offering more and more shit and eventually he is appeased.
1: Yeah, she has to make candles. She has to cook a really good meal, and yeah, he keeps saying that's not enough. And he says, next time you wish to take me to bed, I shall lie you down. And s- Oh, that was the, the big thing. The final thing. When he says, and
0: what else? And she's like, I'll lay you down. I'll service you li- and worship you like a king. Well, of course, that was the one thing that was good enough to end the checklist that she kept naming off. And he's like, great. You'll do that now. Yeah, we're going to do that right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and- calling in this favor Ode immediately. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> She's like,
1: okay, then please take me to our room.
0: Um, part of me is tempted to just skip this entire okay. scene. <laughs> oh, yes. It it was really good, but if we get into the details of every time they do something, oh, okay. this is going to be a four hour episode. All right, <laughs> It will. All right. So are we skipping this whole chapter? What are we going to? I think we should. Right. Just note like it was really good. It was.
1: <laughs> yeah. Worth reading.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think we can if we can skip to when she wakes up the next morning. Okay, so they have this really good scene the night before that we're skipping because you need to read that scene all on your own so she wakes up and she's shackled to the bed and she's alone she has these like they're on her um ankles right yeah yeah so it goes from this like yet again this poor bitch every time she has like a high it's immediately met with a low yes every time every time (laughs) like horrible yeah she's of course pissed and she's alone there's nobody around so one of the guards comes in and he says he's gonna take her to the kitchen so she can start cooking dinner like okay so she's understandably really pissed off at this she's like are you freaking kidding me i wake up with these um shackles on my ankles and now I have to go cook dinner and she's like I'm not cooking dinner for everybody I I was apologizing to Grimmar he's like oh no you you betrayed all of us you need to cook dinner for all of us it's true yeah so she has to cook dinner for like well over a hundred orcs mm-hmm. and at least she's cooking like a human dinner right so she's kind of telling the other orcs in the kitchen what to do for the human dinner that she's like treating them to mm-hmm. but they're still like their own they're like the cook and the sous chef of the kitchen for the clan and I think she said she's making like 25 pies or something that's how many fucking yeah. orcs she has to feed yeah it's like oh, Jesus Christ absolutely ridiculous and
1: yeah and while she's in there cooking Grimmar comes in and isn't
0: even looking at her right it's finally at the dinner isn't it when she's like feeding yeah. them and everything mm-hmm. yeah so she's gone all day cooking and slaving away in the kitchens and he finally shows up in the like food line yeah. doesn't even pay attention to her and she gets pissed and she goes off on him again yes yeah. it's like god shut up Keep your mouth shut. I'm going to get in trouble again. <laughs> oh my God. So he gets so mad at her because she's going off again that he threatens to burn her clothes. Yes. And like take her in front of the other orcs if she doesn't stop acting out. Yeah. Parade
1: her and naked
0: in front of everybody. It's super harsh, but I also kind of understand his dilemma because she should not be questioning him in front of the other orcs. Like, have you not learned this by now? Right. Don't betray him and have these conversations in front of the other orcs. He is willing to have these conversations with her in private because they have had several fights already in private. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's so mouthy and she threatens his position as a leader Yeah, in this scenario that he's super harsh, but she almost deserves it. Yeah, I agree because
1: yeah he's can't she's threatening his position uh as captain with the other man they can't have a a leader that is shamed by his woman
0: or by anyone right yeah and he says like that he's gonna make the other people laugh at her and what have you so she ends up like lowering her eyes and just agreeing or something right kind of like doing a small little apology and then he like huffs off Mm -hmm. so at the end of the night she's exhausted and she's finally realizing that she upset the other orcs again yeah so now her like apology dinner is like for nothing yeah and one of the fucking orcs is like all right time to make those candles (laughs) she's like the fuck (laughs) are you insane i'm exhausted Yeah, she's like, I'm exhausted. Candle making is dangerous. I'm not making these candles for you. Mm -hmm. So then Grimmar appears and he's like, what is this that you're refusing to do the candles? You said you would make candles for us. She's like, I'm not refusing to make the candles. I'm just saying, I can't make them right now. I'm too tired. I'm going to hurt myself. I'll do them a different time. So he agrees to like, let her do it a different time. Yeah,
1: because he, you know, even though he's mad or doesn't want her to get, you know, hurt.
0: But then he does say that he wants her to make amends to him for going off in the kitchen area yeah and it's this chapter is actually really really sad i thought it was really sad
1: why is that
0: i feel like we got to learn more about jewel and how she was like used and abused by her husband Uh, and how she's so like beaten down by that her experiences with aston yeah, her life's been hell. So the next chapter, she's making that like apology to him, right? Yeah, because she's, you know, remembering what it was like with that horse whip she's almost robotic in the way that yeah. she's like detached and robotic in the way that she so she's apologizing to him by like having sex with him again mm-hmm. it's actually really sad because she's just kind of like going through the motions in a detached way at the end they get in a little bit of a tiff because what does she keep saying like i will seek to improve yes What well, i can't remember the exact phrase she keeps using well, but she's can... like not talking to him Yeah, she just,
1: in her robotic way, is just saying, I'm sorry, I will seek to improve. And he doesn't understand what's happening. It's her remembering how she was betrayed by her father and, you know, her husband. And now she's in the hands of this orc. And I'm like, oh my god, this poor person. She just can never get away from these men.
0: She goes from, like, this really outgoing, vibrant, Mm -hmm. fighting with the orc person. Yeah, in this chapter she's really just like defeated Mm -hmm. and he finally picks up on that and he's like doesn't like that she's acting like this and he'd rather have her with that vibrance even if she's angry yeah but this like detached you know, no emotion person, he's like, doesn't like it at all.
1: Yeah, because the thing that he was drawn to with her was her fire and her her spirit and he's just seeing her spirit combo.
0: Yeah, he says that he wants her to be honest, even if it's Like in private, he wants her to be honest, Mm -hmm. even if it's not something he wants to hear. He doesn't want these false lies and these platitudes that she's giving to him. He wants the real her. And so they, of course, end up fighting a little bit more again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He tells her, you know, you're clever. You are a clever woman. I don't want to lose you. You know, and it always goes back to you mean you don't want to lose your sons he's trying to tell her and i'm sure it's hard for her to accept it because of the crap she's been through in her life
0: okay so this is where she starts um making some threats to leave right Mm -hmm. and to never have his son no matter what yeah and then he does like this big reveal for her freaks out and he says that she's already pregnant yeah i'm not surprised by this because his copious yes. amounts of orc seed yeah could flower the sahara desert yes and <laughs> she's like freaking out going you're lying so he ends up calling in another guard to confirm what he's saying because of course she'll believe other people more than she believes him well is it that or is it just a confirmation well it's both
1: I it's think. balder
0: Baldur, yeah her of course Baldur's everywhere yeah <laughs> and he so he says the captain speaks truth woman your son's scent is upon you it is faint but undeniable mm-hmm. and she's like blown away yeah she's blown away but she's also upset by the news yeah and i think like her fears are valid here because it's just another thing for him to like use against her well right yeah um, you know,
1: and he tells her, I'm gonna leave and I'll come back when you wish me to. And she's like, Well, that'll never happen, right? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) See you when I see you. Yeah. And balder says to her when they're alone, you know, she feels ruined and doomed. And I can understand it because you know the humans are gonna basically want to stone her that she's pregnant by an orc. And he's like, Is it really so terrible to have a son? And she's like, It's because it's an orc son. If it was a man's oh, he says to her, It's because it's an orc son. If it were a man's son, you wouldn't be crying.
0: Yeah, but then she asks him where she can run off to so so that she can can have have the baby. baby, but not have to to deal with that horrible fucking father the right has. yeah he wants information he, he she's begging him
1: to you know please help me get escape here with my son i don't want him to become a fighting orc i don't want him to be the next captain in in line yeah
0: and then she's trying to convince him like the Grimmar that you know mm-hmm. as a fellow Orc is not the Grimmar that I know as a human woman. And so, like, for me, he's not that great. Right. <laughs> She's like, have you seen how he treats me? He's easily angered. He uses my weaknesses as weapons against me. He continually reads the worst into my words and actions. He insults me and embarrasses me and treats me like a prisoner and a servant. I do not want my son to learn to treat me like this. Yeah. And that's the thing. She doesn't want her son to grow up like that. But understandable.
1: Yeah. And she tells Balder, it was the same way with my husband. I wanted children so much. You know, and maybe it was a mercy that I never got pregnant. Because Austin would have ruined them or used them as a weapon against me. And he tries to reassure her that he would, the captain would never
0: use his children or ruin
1: them. He would cherish them. She can't really believe that
0: yet because she's like, he doesn't cherish me. So how could I believe that he would cherish these children or this son? Right. And she says, you were raised away from your father. I want the same for my son. So she does... At this point, threaten some harm to the baby. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so, it's really scary. It's scary, but she's so desperate that she's like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see her point. I, I
1: absolutely see her point to it. And I mean, she just
0: makes like a, a small, fleeting comment about it.
1: Yeah, she says she wants to run away. And she says, you know, if the humans catch her, they're going to, her son's going to get murdered. So she needs to run away far away from grimoire and austin and hide somewhere so she can take care of her son
0: so she does finally see Grimar again and he's crying because of what she said oh and it's so sad i did feel a little bad for him here even though he's kind of a jerk mm-hmm. and uh, she says that she won't stand for his abuse anymore against her or their son he actually agrees with her that um he says that she has the right of it and he blames his behavior on his daddy issues and boy does he have some daddy issues <gasps>
1: yeah he does and rightfully so
0: yeah he says uh this too i learned from my father to search another for weakness and use it to bring them shame in the eyes of others <laughs> says i too have weakness and now you strike at me as i have struck at you i have begun this between us mm mm-hmm. And it's true, it's like, you know, shots fired on both sides now. Yeah, and he tells her, you're right to, to tell me this, you know, I wish my mother had said this to my father. So he does apologize to her and asks her what more can he do to convince her to stay or to, you know, accept his apology and she does she says his behavior is good when you're dealing with an enemy
1: but not good when you're dealing with a mate and that he wanted to use her against lord nor at because she's his weakness and she goes if you think i'm his weakness you are sadly mistaken his weakness is pride
0: yeah and then he says is it only my angry words that have pushed you away or is it more than this he says, grant me time to make amends to you 40 days. And if I fail to please you in that time, mm-hmm. then I shall give you leave to run. So now we're on a timetable. Now we're 40 days and counting people. Yeah. And he, you know, she also yells at him,
1: What have you sacrificed? I've sacrificed so much. And what have you sacrificed? And he ends up telling her, I've sacrificed my kin, my home. My father's well. He has
0: sacrificed a lot. She wakes up the next morning and she's actually unshackled. So that's a nice change of pace for her. Yes.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't love to wake up not shackled? There's a time and a place for shackles. He
0: oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> So he he does give her some new clothes and he shows her a bathroom. She had asked for a bathroom. That was mm-hmm. one of the things she requested. Yes. Instead of just the chamber pot. And then they go off to eat with the clan. <laughs> and that's a whole dinner and a show yeah, sort of breakfast experience. <laughs> oh, crap. They're very free with themselves. I'll just say. Very free. (laughs) I think of it as like a cafeteria. So you get to like the cafeteria and there's two orcs in there doing things with each other. Mm -hmm. And she's like, they're two men, two male orcs. Yeah. And she's like, hey, that's interesting. First of all, that it's two males and also because they're just doing things out in the open in the all these uh, shenanigans where people eat is highly unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, just yeah. gonna say. You really have some hang-ups about that, don't you? It's just funny how many times this has happened in the books that we I, read. I know, that is funny.
1: <laughs> They are aren't they on a sofa away from the crowd? Probably. Uh, okay. I mean,
0: they're just in the cafeteria area. It's not like they're in the middle of like the line or the yeah. kitchen table or right. something. <laughs> but so she's like intrigued at and she's watching and okay okay so she's like a little horrified but also a little into it she ends up like i don't know if it's after they eat or she just gets so flustered they end up leaving the kitchen area
1: but she meets two the two men what's his name Kess is one of them and after our and after our uh, the healer
0: and they're mated yeah the two mates that are doing things yeah so they yes the two the two orcs. What did I say? The two mates, the two orcs that are doing things.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's like blown away to see these two guys as mates. And she's like, orcs made each other and you're fine with all of this. And you know, he's very blase. And he's like, why wouldn't we welcome them? There's a very few women. It just cracks me up. There's no secrets on the mountain, on the mountain, in in the the mountain, mountain, around the mountain. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, well, doesn't it make other people uncomfortable or jealous? he's all, no, their joy brings all of us joy. (laughs) Yes, literally sometimes (laughs) there. Yes. And he even admits to her
0: that he has been with a man before. Yeah. He says yes for pleasure, but he's only taken women as mates. Yeah. But he has done things with men before. Please keep that in mind. Keep what in mind?
1: (laughs) He's telling her, please keep it in mind. Oh, I only mate with women. (laughs) That's where he's out of line. (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) it's pretty funny so yes he ends up everybody's getting turned on she says to him you like this you're actually getting off on this and he's like why wouldn't i everything in this book was eye-opening to me i saw the world through entirely different eyes after this book okay interesting life-changing absolutely life-changing I let's just say (laughs) i am open to far far more than i ever thought i would have been open to he ends up taking her somewhere right well they
0: they leave the cafeteria and they get like halfway down a hallway before she's shoving him into a hidden cubby area so they can do things themselves oh yeah
1: i loved it she goes down on her knees in front of him Mm -hmm. and he's like he's purring and blown away that she's doing this
0: it's there's some sort of like addictive properties to all of the um smells and the fluids and all the things because she cannot get enough of him once they start doing things, <laughs> even when she's mad at him. You know, she's, mad at,
1: uh, well, you know what? Uh, actually, couples have said that. Why should I deny myself sex just because I'm mad at him? I guess I've never felt like that, but yeah, sure. well, me either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought this line was good it says he tasted so good he felt so good his voice was like a flame in the darkness she would do this he would do anything and everything he ever wished that is good i do like that line mm-hmm. too. he's loving it and he's like next time we're gonna watch and you shall know that it is your mouth i'm thinking of fuck this mm-hmm. book is so goddamn hot like <laughs> can't
0: stand it. it it is pretty it is pretty good it's very good takes um, her through
1: the mountain which he's calling his takes home. her through the mountain yes yeah. mm-hmm. he's taking her through the mountain she ends up meeting four more different bands of orcs and all of them have difference in appearance and
0: different skill sets. So she is actually learning a lot going through the mountain. Her exploring the mountain is good because she really sees how it's an actual civilization in there. Yeah. And there's rooms and tunnels and there's books. She and it's not an uncivilized mess. She's like shocked by all of this. Yeah. And she
1: there's one clan that she sees that look like elves, and they're actually
0: decent looking so she makes some references in the book that they're like the elves from the old tales that the orcs are supposed to be like descended from oh, yeah here it
1: is she calls them unblemished and handsome like elves and his eyes get dark he doesn't like that he doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he explains that he brought them to the mountain to keep them safe fix them in the far end of the mountain so that they don't have to be they don't have to fight in a battle. Some of the orcs are like
0: scholars. Mm -hmm. They have jars. Yeah. Some make jewelry. She thinks of the mountain as a cursed mountain, but it's full of real homes and baths and trading posts and not at all. The filthy animal den that she expected it to be. (laughs) Yeah. And there's one of them is a metal
1: Smith group. And she said something about a wedding ring. They can make things like wedding rings, and he's like, "Why would I need to give you a, need a ring to claim my mate when she reeks of my scent?"
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. And that be a seed. She likes the jewelry and all the yeah. things, and she thinks about how like orc metal, orc forged items used to be very popular and they're very expensive at the market and but then yeah for him he's like we don't need this kind of stuff because everybody could smell me all over you
1: <laughs> yeah and there's even a one group i think it's the Ka'esh orcs that have a shrine
0: and they're very spiritual it's interesting how each clan is very distinct mm-hmm. and they have their own things that they're kind of into or what they bring to the society as a whole yeah and some of them are afraid of her and she's shocked that they're afraid of
1: why would they be afraid of me? And she says, well, you're a human and humans have slaughtered us.
0: Yeah. She doesn't really,
1: she doesn't get it. Yeah,
0: She doesn't get it. She just doesn't really understand, but she's slowly learning to understand. Mm
1: -hmm. I guess while he's in the middle of taking her through the mountain, isn't he told that the men are here and she's like, what men Austin's? And he's like, yeah, but Lord Nor isn't with them.
0: Yeah. I think some of the orcs come (laughs) to tell him that they're there. Oh, no, she, she asks to go outside. Oh, right. And that's when he tell he tells her we can't because the men are here. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and she didn't know that they were here. And She's like, what are they doing? And he's all, they're climbing all over the mountain, trying to find out how, f- figure out how to get in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and you haven't killed them
0: yet. And he's like, no. She, of course, is like, well, is Aston here? And he's like, no, why would he be here? he doesn't
1: yeah and he says he uh, doesn't care about her at all yeah and but she does realize that the orc has he spent the day with her rather than fighting off men on his mountain yeah and that really impresses her yeah so he does get some brownie points here Mm -hmm. and she's like you didn't think you needed to tell me they were here and he said no and she's mad again and she's like she's screaming at him well i do
0: Mm, the next thing i have is that they she sits in on a a meeting with him and his men oh boy (laughs) talk about how they're gonna raid villages far away because aston is yeah in the capital yes you're right oh yeah and what he's what he's doing at the capital Mm, go ahead so they say that they're gonna raid some far off villages while aston is still at the capital and while he's at the capital he's like whoring around yeah he's a Dick, I hate him. Yeah, and so she's she feels humiliated yet again. again. Yeah, because she's like, now you just told this whole meeting room full of orcs of people. My husband's not here to rescue me because he's too busy going off with these trollops yeah she thinks he's lying
1: and he's like no he's uh he, he was riding the other evening with three painted women in his wagon who all smelt like him
0: so gross and then
1: she gets it and she's like well of course he's up there taking advantage of you know all these
0: pleasures while well, she's being kidnapped and held by or and then i don't how does it switch from them fighting about aston to fighting about her Her dad. I don't remember how they segue from fighting about just her husband. Then they start fighting about her dad and how she thinks her dad is amazing. And he is like trying to convince her that. Is that in this chapter?
1: Because I have
0: notes on her cousin. He says something and she thinks, she thinks like none of it was true. Her father had been a clever man and ruthless when he needed to be, but not towards her. And he says to her, your father was no fool woman. He was a harsh and cruel man. Even my own father did not sell me as a slave to a master who cared not if I lived or died. So it's so sad because he's right. Yeah. Yeah, because her dad like arranged the marriage between her and Aston, right? Yeah. I guess that's what they always do. Mm-hmm. You don't arrange your own marriages back then. Maybe that was before that part. I don't I know she talks about her cousin at some no, point. Oh, it's before her the part of her father.
1: Okay. Yeah, but now I found where you are. You've, your father did not carry you to this wedding in chains, did he? No, he failed to sire a son to rule for him. So he had to figure out another way. So because you were born a woman, he had to marry you off so that his title and wealth would pass to a man. This is what they used
0: to do to women all the time. So it's yeah. horrible because it is ac- historically accurate for how women used to be tr- treated. Oh, and he, gr- Grimmar accounts, reaccounts to her
1: about when he was young, he watched... Watched her father rip a baby or the mother's arms and cut it to pieces in front of her face. It's absolutely horrible what these, your whole, well, I'll speak for me. My whole train of thought is slowly shifting from the beginning of this book for the humans to hating them more and liking the orcs more to the orcs right
0: that's exactly what i thought here because i for her and this we're kind of going on the same journey as her Mm -hmm. where you think the humans are the good people and the orcs are the bad guys and then your balance of your scales is tipping in the other direction where you realize that the humans are actually the bad ones and the orcs are they're not as bad as you think they are they're fighting because they need food or they're fighting because like at one point you find out that they had a lake the orc mountain had a lake but the humans poisoned the lake so then they can't use any of the water they can't fish in the lake Mm -hmm. anymore so it's like okay the orcs really aren't the bad guys here the humans are
1: yeah and she's in total denial about her father like you said saying he's a good lord and he's like he butchered a lot of my brothers and our sons and then he went home and he you sold yourself so he sees her as being complicit, I guess it is, in the slaughter of his people. And that by her going along and not protesting, selling her troth to the strongest man who would swear to further your dad's name, you're carrying on his cruelty to my brothers, just like your father had.
0: And she's almost being willfully ignorant by not asking questions or not doing any investigation. She's kind of living in her Mm -hmm. manner and with her privileged life and not caring how this happens or he's like you're not you never ask any of these questions and you would know these things if you question but then at the same time women in the human world can't really question whereas here when she's interacting with him he's letting her question because she questions him all the time and they fight all the time but lord Aston would just beat her right. if she stepped out of line yeah and she's starting to have a lot of
1: self-reflection now thinking you know had her father used her? Did she help Austin, you know, with how cruel he was to these orcs? Was she as guilty as Grimar is
0: saying? She says, uh, Grimar was a good leader to his orcs, a better lord than Aston, or perhaps even her father. And what did that mean? where did it leave her trapped here in this mountain with grandma's babe in her belly and revenge in her heart. She's really, really here is the turning point for her almost that she's really starting to question everything.
1: Yeah. She said your father wasn't a fool, but he was a harsh and cruel man she wants to believe that her father was a good man and that he hadn't done anything wrong and so she throws it back in his face and then you came along and kidnapped me and trapped me here and she screams at him again that you're a monster yeah she's always saying that (laughs) that's her go to right when they start to get around together and they start to get along they are each other's enemies that's the thing is that yeah they are drawn to each other and they may be each other's mates but they are enemies they're
0: both on opposite ends of the spectrum and i feel like the more that they fight with each other and the more they communicate with each other they're slowly meeting each other in the middle yeah and sometimes they push each other away but then they kind of come back again
1: yeah and she's exhausted she's just left exhausted and feeling miserable and she just ends up sobbing and that that's the end of that chapter
0: you know it's it's exhausting mentally and physically you physically to have this whole change of everything happening from where she lived to now and the trek to get there in the first place and then mentally to always be like having these arguments or having these double you know second guessing things it's i could just see her exhaustion everywhere yeah and
1: she's had to revisit Everything she held true in her life, everything that she thought was true and real, she's had to relook at. And that, you know, when your whole foundation of your experiences comes into question, that does take a lot out of you. Totally understandable. Yeah.
0: So that was the end of chapter 19, right? Yeah. So we're going to end... The episode here, and that we're just going to make it a two parter. So when we start the next part, we're going to start at chapter 20 and go all the way to the end. Yay! <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs>